Non-tariff barriers to trade in East Africa, share buybacks, and the new COVID variant Omicron. This and more in this episode. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your Pulse and Everything Business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Non-tariff barriers is cited as one of the biggest impediments to its realization of smooth trade as well as investment in the East African region. Economists have pointed out that the removal of non-tariff barriers is key to the East African community integration process. Dr. Isaac Shinyekwa, Department Head of Trade and Regional Integration at the Economic Policy Research Center, joins us for this episode to break down non-tariff barriers and the many forms they take. What are non-tariff barriers? Non-tariff barriers are simply barriers that are not tax-related. Okay? For example, if you are bringing milk, we say we are going to put a tax of 20%. That's called a tariff. A tariff. But a non-tariff barrier is a barrier to trade which is not tariff. For example, if... uh, you begin engaging in um, trade with another country, and then they come up with this excuse upon the other excuse, uh, the policemen on the road stopping the movement of, of, of goods um, uh, and asking for bribes, the measurements, all of these are now the what? The non-tariff barriers mm. that are a problem. Can non-tariff barriers be quantified? How do you quantify? Uh, and, um, has done some studies mm-hmm. in which they translate this, that non-tariff barriers are equivalent, say, of 25% or 30% or 12% tax, something like that, because in a way they increase, uh, they increase prices, they increase uh, um, um, uh, the cost of doing business. Mm-hmm. A unit cost, with that, something that will take you, say, $100, mm-hmm. ends up being 130 because of what? Because of, uh, because of non-tariff barriers. Despite the signing of the East African Community Elimination of Non-Tariff Barriers Act 2017, member states are still battling forms of non-tariff barriers. Why is this? And non-tariff barriers are a very, very big problem. A very big problem. Very big problem. Um, and they mutate. What do I mean by they mutate? Mm. They keep changing. When you solve this one, when the heads of state say, okay, now, we don't want that, please work on this non-tariff barrier, then immediately after that, another one comes up. And, and, and it's, 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 a, it's a terrible thing. So we, 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 we still have that challenge within the ESC that we need to work on to bring down the problems to flow. Is the law signed enough to hold member states accountable? Now, we have what we call the, 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 the non-tariff barrier monitoring committee. It monitors and, and, and then the trade committee is supposed to report to them mm. that there's this tariff here. When we go to Kenya, this is what they are telling us. When we go here, this is what they are telling us. They're refusing our sugar. Supposed to report that. In addition to that, a law was passed in 2017, and I think the heads of said assented to it. Maybe it's implementation. That law has punitive measures against somebody who just comes up with it, those non-tariff barriers, preventing the movement of goods or slowing the movement of goods within a region. You're supposed to sell your commodities unfettered and stopped. What are the tangible efforts in the elimination of NTBs in the East African community? Not all is lost. I think there has been efforts to handle this. The most terrible ones are these ones now 
of re preventing sugar from going to Tanzania, preventing sand products to enter Tanzania, preventing like uh, Kenya had a problem of confectionaries mm. uh, that were selling to Kenya to Tanzania rather, and then Tanzania said no, you are not doing this. Then at one time we had oil, our vegetable oil going to Rwanda. Rwanda said uh, the vegetable oil is just bought from Malaysia and then packaged. Now this kind of non-tariff barriers uh, are the most terrible because they, they, they prevent volumes from moving. And um, yes, the ESC has done quite a lot, but it's, it still has to fight it. That was Dr. Isaac Shinyekwa, Department Head of Trade and Regional Integration at the Economic Policy Research Center. And a look at the other stories making it into the podcast. The Capital Markets Authority of Kenya announced the issuance of guidelines on share buybacks for listed companies. Companies typically repurchase their own stock from the market when they have excess cash from profits or a cash call and they feel their shares are underpriced. Share buybacks are common in the developed capital markets where they're largely offered when companies believe the stock is trading at a significant discount to its intrinsic value. National Media Group became the first company on the Nairobi Bourse to repurchase its stock. Shareholders of Jubilee Holdings in June also approved a share buyback proposal subject to regulatory approval. Are share buybacks taking a hold of the African stock markets? Paul Muganwa, head of investment banking, Stanbic Bank Uganda, answers that question. Um, there isn't, I think, one simple answer to that. Um, buyback of shares uh, is, I think, as you've rightly highlighted, becoming more popular. Probably your more sophisticated uh, and uh, long-established exchanges. We see it happening in America a lot. We see it happening in certain of the European exchanges. Um, each company has to have a very strong and justifiable reason to buy back shares. Um, and I, and those, those reasons and justifications are very unique to the company. So I can't give you a blanket answer. I think probably not as popular in Africa. Um, I think the trend for Africa is the other way. We need to develop the capital markets. We need um, as much participation in the capital markets as possible. And so I don't expect buybacks to become a very popular trend, but we'll see how things play out. I think you'd have to look at the reasons why those companies brought back and make some projections about whether those reasons can be extrapolated to all the other listed companies. Bolt has signed a deal with Nigerian drivers to take part in a lease-to-own plan for 10,000 energy-efficient vehicles. The agreement with Yamaha-backed Metro Africa Express allows drivers from the ride-hailing firm to make down payments of as low as 5% and pay the balance over five years. And a look at the market. Johannesburg Stock Exchange All Shares Index slipped by nearly 3% to close at 68,615, its biggest decline since March of 2020, led by a sharp drop in hospitality shares after the UK government and several other countries banned flights from South Africa and neighboring countries following the detection of a new highly transmissible coronavirus strain in the region. The coronavirus variant, called Omicron, has dozens of mutations that make it more contagious and more adept at evading the protection conferred by vaccines or prior infection. For the week, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange lost 2.5%. And here's a look at some of the stories we'll be keeping our eyes on. November 29th, Kenya's key interest rate decision. And on November 30th, Angola's interest rate decision. Namibia money supply for October. 
Kenya and Uganda inflation results will be out for November and also Nigeria will be releasing their third quarter trade balance. On December 1st, we'll be looking at Nigeria's November PMI, South Africa Manufacturing PMI and also vehicle sales for November. Botswana interest rate decision will be out on December 2nd and on December 3rd, November PMIs for Uganda, Mozambique, Kenya, South Africa and Zambia. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Wizardon.